Hey, Alana, I've got a question for you. What is your favorite kind of soup? Good question. Right? Yeah, that kind of made me think for a minute. That's a thinker. Imagine if a stranger just asked you that, like in the waiting room at the doctor's office. Yeah, I love that. Actually, I think that'd be really cool. I'd be like, I like you. Yeah, right. So by the way, everybody, this is the No Excuses podcast. And today we're talking about how to have better conversations, how to develop rapport with people, what kind of questions you can ask to get to know someone better and with ease. Now, credit for the soup question goes to somebody else. I think I think it might have been Jen Cicero that wrote about it in one of her books, but I'm not positive. Um, but the point of the author that I learned that phrase from, if it was Jen, um, was stop asking the same old small talk questions and stop talking about the weather, right? And yes. I think, yeah, I think the theme was literally anything else is better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive in, um, Alana. First of all, what is your favorite kind of soup? I like tomato. Tomato? I mean, just straight up tomato and grilled cheese sandwich. That's like yeah. a nice comfort lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's a good comfort lunch. I like tomato soup if it's sufficiently salty. I don't like mm. a bland tomato soup. I need like a punchy yeah. tomato soup. Yeah, I per, I mean I make a homemade tomato soup, but in a pinch I'll I'll eat Campbell's, but it's not my favorite. It's actually I haven't had it in a while and it's really sweet. sweet. If you eat it yeah. now as an adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like soup for a long time. For a long time I was like against soup. And I would not eat soup. As I've gotten older, I've, I've warmed up to it a little. Like it's still like a every few months kind of thing. I'll have soup. Like it's not yeah. even every month, but I, I I tolerate it now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. listeners, you see the rapport? See or can you hear the rapport? The soup question. Episode done. That's all you need to just yeah. ask people about soup. You build massive instant rapport. And just the, the, you know, the walls just come down immediately. Yeah. Right? I think, I mean, I believe that I absolutely can't stand, and this should have been in our pet peeve episode, um, but I, <laughs> we should do it every three months. We should do a pet peeve episode and just update people on what irritates us in life so that they yeah. can do better. Yeah. It's just like, I hate, I hate talking about the weather and I hate it when people are like, Oh, nice day. Or, you know, how are you? And then it's just like, good. How are you? Good. Nice day. Yeah. It's getting hot or it's getting cold. You know, I think these are Canadian questions maybe, but they really drive me crazy. And, um, I want to have a real conversation with you if I'm going to be hanging out or I'm just waiting for my kids or I'm somewhere. And I was listening to another podcast the other day and I heard a really great tip about how to really start a good conversation. And I mean, the soup, the soup one is cool, but this one was the acronym TED. So you don't have to use all of them, obviously, but each letter stands for a different thing. So you could be like, hey, Ryan, you have a podcast. So tell me, tell me what's your podcast all about? Yeah. So the T is tell me. The E is for explain. So you could, you know, have that conversation where you're like, oh, tell me about your podcast. And then you could be like, explain to me 
how you started, you know, what made you want to get started as a podcaster. Yeah. And then you can, and then you move on to D, which is for describe. So it could be like, describe what you love, describe how you come up with your topics. And when you have a conversation like this, you can really understand the person a lot better. Like you understand what they're into, what they value, what their beliefs are. And you also get a good understanding of just like who they are, right? Like what they're all about. And you let them lead the conversation because at this point, you know, you're asking them something that's important to them, right? Asking them to explain something that means something to them. And people love to talk about themselves and people feel special when they're being asked questions about things that are important to them. So these questions, you know, you, you basically ask the question and then the person you're having the conversation with can just talk and talk and talk until you interject with, oh, tell me more about that. Or, you know, describe that, what was that was like for you? It's a really easy way to just start a really interesting conversation with somebody. I like it. So the acronym is TED. Reminds me of TED Talks, of course, much beloved series. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about that. Explain that. And what was the last one? Describe. And describe, but how do you, how would you use that in like a cold context? So like I'm in the, I'm in the doctor's waiting room. There is some person there. Do I just like look them like straight in the eyes? Tell me about you. Right. Like, it, I don't know. We need a, we need something to more like. context. Yeah. Yeah. So right? I think this um, conversation pattern or type of communication is more for if you're like, out with someone that you've maybe just met, maybe you're on a first date, Mm. maybe you are, um, you know, standing around the school with a bunch of parents and you kind of know them, you know, but this is, I think for a bit of a more advanced conversation with someone that you are getting to know, um, know a little bit about, but not really. And you're kind of like, you know, hanging around, maybe someone you're sitting beside on an airplane, for example. I think those would be the context to use this type of communication. The soup, that's great for the waiting room because you could just be this, you know, random person who's like wanting to start up a conversation and be like, what's your favorite kind of soup? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right about that. I think the Ted thing is like, if, if some form of communication has been established, it's, you know, um, using the Ted formula would be a really good way to deepen um, the, the, conversation, right? To go from superficial to real, basically. Mm -hmm. What I will say about the soup question is have a justification ready in case the person looks at you like you're crazy. If you're going to use what is your favorite flavor of soup or what is your favorite kind of soup to open a conversation with a stranger or somebody you've not yet talked to, if there's like a long hesitation and they're just looking at you with horror, be ready to be like, because I just read this article or I just heard on the radio this morning that like a person's favorite flavor of soup tells you everything you need to know. And like something like that. Um, in my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, like the, uh, the NLP instructor in me would say, if you're going to, you know, it's a bit risky to ask a weird question like that. So have a backup plan. 
right? Yeah. It's risky. Not that I'm advocating, and- not that I'm advocating lying, but no, I have a point, right? Well, and I think it's risky asking that question because the person might A, think you're weird and hesitate, or B, might just say chicken noodle. Mm. And then what? And then you know they're boring and you don't want to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, yeah. It's, it's almost like a test. Like, hey, what's your favorite flavor of soup? If the person doesn't like smile and look intrigued and maybe laugh a little, then, you know, then I just walk away basically. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's it. Communication terminated immediately. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding, of course. But uh, food for thought. Okay. So we got the te- we got the soup question. We got the TED formula, which I really like. And so, the, I mean, the whole theme of the episode today is how to develop rapport with anyone. And I think the TED formula really will go a long way with that. As long as, as you know, listeners, as long as you're willing to use a little bit of your uh, intuition to know what to ask about, right? So what are the topics that, you know, people want to talk about? When I'm asking them to tell me about X and explain about Y and describe Z, what is X, Y, and Z, right? What do you think? I have some ideas, but what do you think? One, if you already know something, so maybe you're friends with them on Facebook and you saw that they were just posting photos about a trip that they were just on. So you could if you run into them or you're waiting and you sort of know them, you could say, oh, I saw that you were on a a trip recently. I I noticed on Facebook, you were on a trip recently. Tell me about, tell me about that. How was it? That's one way that you could start off. But I think, yeah, like you need to have a little bit of something. The other thing I would say too, and this is a question that I ask people, um, is just like, what's new and exciting? What, you know, what's going on or, you know, how is your day? No, not how is your day? Because that usually is just like good. But what have you been up to today is another question I like to ask people when I run into them. Yeah. Or I'm trying to start up a conversation because then they're going to say something. And from there, you can hook into whatever they bring up. You could be like, oh, tell me more about that or yeah, explain what that means. Yeah. I think another good question, kind of similar to one of the ones you mentioned is, and somebody asked me this years ago and it, I liked it. I liked the question and now I use it is what are you excited about right now? Mm-hmm. Which is an open-ended question, which, you know, from the NLP standpoint or from the psychology standpoint forces the person to search inward about what is something that they're excited about in their life. Right. Yeah. As opposed to, is there, you know, do you have anything exciting coming up? It's very easy for them to say, ah, not really, you know, um, but it's like, what are you excited about right now? You're kind of putting them in a position where they need to reveal a little bit about what is going well in their life, which is always a great thing to chat about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. For building or and getting to, to know somebody. Yeah. Another one could be too, like, what are you celebrating yeah. today? What are you celebrating That might, and that might be kind of like a soup question, you know, where they're like taken aback by it because not a lot of people are like, oh, hey, what are you celebrating today? Um, So it kind of does take you out as like an interrupt in your, in your, that autopilot conversation too. Yeah. Oh yeah. What am I celebrating? That's a great question. Yeah. I had, I remember I sat down to dinner at at a restaurant with my parents one time. And the server came over 
And it was like the middle of the week. Like there was nothing. It was just normal. Like we were just out for food. And the server came over and was like, what are we celebrating tonight? And we were all like, nothing. Life. Life. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't remember what we said, but it was like he was expecting it to be like a birthday or like something. It was, I don't know. Um, but I mean, it is a good question. And the beauty of a question like, what are we, what are you celebrating today is, that's like one of those questions where maybe one out of 10 people will get really excited and be really delighted if you ask them that. And then you'll have like nine out of 10 people will be average. will have an average response, but like to a person who, well, you might catch somebody who is celebrating something specific and they'll be excited about that. But like, assuming you're surrounded by positive minded people, that's a good question for like a high achiever or a person who's, um, or self-proclaimed high achiever or person who's like interested in personal development, what are you celebrating today? Because probably they're going to be in the habit of um, celebrating things and probably not a lot of people ask them that question. So that's, I I really like that question, depending on the context, you know, if you're a server in a restaurant, (laughs) use it with a grain of salt. Um, But yeah, that's a good question. Uh, And in terms of topics to talk about, I mean, I think the, 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 you know, the nuclear bomb of topics to get somebody talking about is that which they are most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it's totally like, right. you know, for you and I, if somebody wanted to chat me up talking about the unconscious mind, hypnosis, coaching, NLP, I mean, success achievement and excellence and stuff like that, those, you know, that's my jam. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you can, you know, if you know that about somebody, what are they most passionate about? Um, or what is their calling in life? Those are good topics. Yeah. Right. Another question I like to ask people too, is what are you working on these days? Yeah. Um, and I, I said, I reserve that more for people who I know that who are entrepreneurs or people who I know are kind of like always busy doing side things. Yeah. But I love asking that question because I just see people's eyes light right up um, yeah. when I ask that question because they just want to talk about what they're working on these days. Mm. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. We got a lot of good ones. That's a yeah. lot. Of, we, that's some good ideas, listeners. I hope you're taking notes, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, you know, before we wrap up, maybe we can just have a quick chat about, you know, why is this important? Yeah. Why do we want to ask these types of questions? Yeah. If you want to live an extraordinary life, you need to get really good at knocking people off of their autopilot, in my opinion. You know, we're all kind of drifting through the world in our own little way and thinking about our own stuff. And when you ask, you know, when you do small talk, you do chit chat, you ask about the weather, you ask about superficial topics, you get autopilot responses. How are you doing? Good beautiful day outside. Yep. Sure is. And so on. And you're, you know, you're almost getting just the mechanical, you know, auto response persona of the person. But when you go beyond that and you delve into things like purpose and you use the TED formula and you communicate at a deeper level, that's the only time you're going to get to access the real person behind the autopilot persona and your life will be richer and your connections with people will be richer and your experience will be better if you become skilled at doing that, we probably should have talked about why this was so important closer to the front of the episode. Yeah. Uh, however, Hey, okay. better late than never. Um, that's, I mean, that's the way I think about it. 
I think yeah. that's the, there are many reasons, but that's a big one. Yeah. You're going to have a richer life. And I think you're going to be more memorable too, because I think when people see, well, depends, I guess on the person, but when people see you coming, then they may be like, oh yeah, she, we always have good conversations or we, you know, whenever he comes by, we always have good conversations. And it's because you're leading the conversation to leave them with, you know, a feeling of feeling good. Yeah. You know, they, that's how I want to approach conversations is, you know, leaving people a remembering me and b feeling better for the conversation that we've had. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So these are all good questions. I'm going to actually re-listen to this and write them down, <laughs> yeah. write them down and put them in your pocket and just be like, okay, what could I ask? Or just have a go-to question. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of soup? Yeah. Right? Or what's, what are you celebrating? Yeah. What, what odor of hand soap do you prefer? <laughs> I currently have like this brown sugar vanilla hand soap in my office washroom and it is divine. I have no idea where it came from. I found it like deep in the depths of one of my cupboards. I don't remember nice. buying it or receiving it, but I've deployed it and magnificent. I love it. I love Aesop, but Aesop hand soap is the bomb. The bomb.com Aesop. <laughs> Hand soap. So this episode brought to you by yeah. Aesop Hand Soap. Uh, check out all their magnificent offer. No, we are not sponsored by anyone. Okay. Not yet. We, not yet. That's right. We are now accepting applications for sponsors. If you would like to sponsor, reach out. Okay. Did we get it? I think so. We cover it. We covered it. We answered the question. Questions you can ask to know someone better with ease. Yeah. Have better conversations, develop rapport with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got it. And that's a good tip that Elena had. Just have a go-to one or two questions or techniques for deepening conversation. Um, and that will serve you really well. Yeah. And I mean, you could even hypnotize yourself <laughs> to say no more asking about the weather. Yeah. Unless there is a tornado outside, do not mention the weather. Right. Not important. Yeah. All right. That's it. Oh, you have a new website. Talk about I do. Yeah. So you can find me now in on my home on the internet at alanabanks.com or as always on Instagram at alanabankscoaching. Uh, you can find me at ryanmontis.com, my home on the internet, uh, <laughs> or at ryanmontisnlp on Instagram. 